all their body. How many of you know the word of God is pretty powerful? If it can, if it can bring you life and health to your body, it's powerful. Look at verse 23. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the springs of life. Another version says, out of it flows the issues of life. So things in life flow from your heart. So we've got to begin to guard that heart. So I don't want us to begin to realize and understand that, that failure is something that, that if I let it get in my heart, it's something that possibly could overtake me. I don't want failure to overtake you. I want you to be an achiever. God wants you to be an achiever, and he wants you to become an achiever. So let's look at something real quickly. Let's just look at the life of Joseph. Because if you failed at something, just doesn't make you a failure. Just because you've messed up or you have, it hasn't gone your way, it doesn't mean that you're no good. It doesn't mean that you are a failure just because you failed at something. I want us to look at biblically. Let's look at an example of a failure. There are some times where we've looked at Joseph, and we don't consider Joseph a failure. But if you looked at just segments of his life, you could say, guess what? He's failed. In Genesis 37, and I may have it written in your notes, he tells about his dream, and he was sold into slavery. How many of you know he wasn't really feeling successful at the time? He was thrown into that cistern. You can read about Joseph in Genesis chapters 37 through 46, and I really want to encourage you to do that. In Genesis 39, how many of you know that, that Pharaoh's house, that he, was, he was in Pharaoh's house, and he was thrown in prison? Do you think that Joseph at that time was feeling like a great success when he was thrown in prison? And we can read and we can see that not only Joseph was thrown in prison, but when he was in prison, he ran into the cupbearer and the baker, and he told them, when you get in front of the king, remember me. And it was over two years later before that they were even remembered that he was in there. So he really didn't seem like much of a success. If we were to stop right there, would you say that Joseph was a success? I'd have to, we'd all have to say no, he wasn't a success, was he? But you go on and we look at Genesis chapter 40 and we see where Joseph interprets the dreams of the cupbearer and the baker in prison and things begin to start now changing for Joseph. In Genesis chapter 41, Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dream and all of a sudden he's put in charge of Egypt. How many of you know he went from failure to success? And we're using the word tonight, achiever. All of a sudden, he began to achieve something. Something began to happen. Genesis 42 and 44, he deals with his brothers. Remember, they came and they really didn't know and all the issues that he had. And then in chapter 45, he makes himself known who he really is. And then the cool thing about it is, if you read it in Genesis chapter 46, guess what? He's moving dad and all his brothers into Egypt and taking care of them. Now, all of a sudden, he is a tremendous achiever, and he's achieving success. And as he's achieving success, his whole family is benefited because he's achieving success. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking about you. See, we're talking about you tonight because you know what you have in you? You have the ability to achieve. This lady here's got it. But you got the ability to achieve. You've got the ability to achieve inside you. No matter what you've been through, no matter what your past experience have been, 
you've got the ability to achieve inside you. See, we've talked about this because God puts this inside you. It is there. You might be thinking, no, you don't know me. I, I've failed at everything I've done. I, you know, I, I've failed at all these different things in my life. But I'm telling you, it's inside you. The ability to achieve, the ability to move forward, the ability to break out of those things and, and to come into everything that God has for you, it is designed inside you. Some of you were here when I talked about a bird that, it, that is in flight. Guess what God has created birds to do? Fly. What is inside them? The ability to fly. God has created fish to do what? What's inside them? The ability to swim. He didn't put fish the ability to climb mountains. Right? But what about those animals that can go up and climb the mountains? And I can't remember what they're, what they're called. Do you remember? She said, longhorn deer, longhorn sheep, there's gazelle. That's, that's it, isn't it? The, or is it the gazelle that runs? Bighorn sheep can climb mountains. Think about that. It's in them. You know, how about that? How about when, when you've got a, 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 a jaguar that's designed for speed? I'm talking about an animal, not an automobile. It's designed for speed. Guess what's in there? The ability for that thing to move, the ability for that thing to be able to get that speed. So we begin to look at those and realize that God wants you to achieve, and it's built on the inside of you. Yeah, it's on the inside of you. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're full of it. Go ahead, tell them you're full of it. You know what you're full of? You're full of achieving. You're full of achieving. You can go to the next level. You can overcome those things because God has designed you to be an achiever. Isn't that good news tonight? I mean, I like that because it's good news tonight that God has designed me to be able to achieve, just like he did Joseph. Was Joseph an achiever? Yes. Let me give you these seven abilities that you need to have to be an achiever. These seven abilities. Number one, these are very, very, very important. Seven abilities needed to be an achiever. Number one, you need to reject rejection. Reject rejection. Rejection will try to come on you just about every day of your life. Anybody agree? Say amen. We, we have to reject that. Don't let that come on us. You've got to reject that spirit. There's actually a spirit of rejection that if I walk by you and don't say hello to you, or if Lloyd walks by you and doesn't say hello to you, that spirit will try to get you to be rejected. Come on, somebody. You heard about the guy that quit going to football games, didn't you? Have you ever heard about that guy? The guy that quit going to football games. You know why he quit going to football games? Because every time the teams huddled, he thought they were talking about him. I would say that man had a serious spirit of rejection. Are you with me? So we've got to reject that rejection. If you're going to be an achiever and if you're going to get to the next level, then you're going to have to reject those things, that, that, that rejection that tries to come on you. Amen? A second thing that you can even see that within Joseph. Did Joseph reject the rejection? Absolutely. He said, just because I've been thrown, I've been sold. He was sold. 
He was taken down into Egypt, but he rejected that rejection to come upon him. Here's another thing that he did. See failure as temporary. Number two is see failure as temporary. That word that goes in there is temporary. Why do you think we hand these out? Because we want you to use them. Because you know what's going to happen? If you'll fill this, if you'll fill this thing in, somebody's going to talk to you about it, and you're going to be able to pull that thing out and say, look, let me, let me help you here. You're going to need to reject rejection, and you're going to begin to see failure as temporary. It's a temporary setback. How many of you know there's times where we've failed, there's times where we've made mistakes, there's times where we feel like we haven't succeeded like we thought we should succeed or somebody else. And, and although we look at that, we've got to say it's temporary. Say it's temporary. temporary. Number three, see failure as an isolated incidence. Failure as isolated incidents. It's an isolated incidence. I'm sure when he ended up in the cistern, down there before he was sold, he thought, man, I'm in trouble. Or did he have the thought to say, you know, I'm going to get out of this. Because God had got a plan and a purpose and a destiny. And although it may look like I've failed, I'm still going to be able to come out. How about, when, how about when Joseph was arrested and thrown in jail? Was that an isolated incidence? Number four, keep expectations realistic. If you're going to be an achiever, keep your expectations realistic. What are you going to do, brother? I'm going to be a TV preacher. When? Tomorrow. You think? It's a little unrealistic, isn't it? Would you know what I'm going to do? I'm losing 85 pounds. Really? Yep, next week. I'm going to be gone in 85 pounds next week. I, 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 I'm telling you, that's really an unrealistic expectation. I'm getting out of debt. When? Tomorrow. You think? It's an, it may be an unrealistic expectation. You work hard. You put your hand to something. Guess what? You work your way out. Amen? So as, as you achieve, as you begin to move forward, make sure that you keep expectations realistic. And sometimes you need people to help you do that. Number five, focus on strengths. I love this one. Focus on strengths. I know a football team, and I'll use that as an analogy. A football team, if it's fourth and one, how many of you know they're going to go to their playbook and they're going to pick the best play off the side of the line that is the strongest, biggest, toughest play, and they're going to take that side of the line and they're going to run it off that play. They're going to go to their strengths. See, and that what happens sometimes is, is in our walk with God, we began to falter. And what happens, we get weak, and instead of playing to our strengths, we allow the weakness to overtake us. And God says, you need to play to your strengths. You need to begin to start working and focusing on your strength. How many of you know <laughs> it's easy to see somebody's weakness? My wife knows all my weaknesses, brother, I'm telling you. And you know who else knows all your weaknesses? The devil. He knows your weaknesses. But you got to focus on your strengths. You need to develop your weaknesses, yes, but you need to focus on your strengths. Because how many of you know it's times when you got to get through that you can't worry about the areas that you're weak, that you got to play to your strong hand, and you got to move forward and become an achiever. Amen? 
So number six, let me give this to you. I think you've got it. Vary approaches to achievement. Vary the approaches that you have to achievement. I read a book one time, and John Maxwell, who was a leadership guy, and he, he wrote this book, and in there he said, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. So you may have achieved something in one way, but you can vary your approach to achievement. You may be able to have your relationship and maintain your relationship with God a certain way, but you may get not to the next level, and you're wondering why you don't get to the next level. Maybe you need to vary it. Are you with me? So then you can begin to come to achievement. So vary your approaches to achievement. The next one is bounce back. You've got to be determined to bounce back. I'm telling you, you've got to be like a rubber ball. When I was a kid... When I was a kid, we had the Super Bowl. Anybody ever have one of them? You guys were showing our ages, some some of the kids. Now, y'all don't know. See, this is technology. See, you got stuff now that is just just over-the-top, off-the-charts stuff that when we were kids, we just didn't have stuff like that. So, Ricky, we had this Super Bowl, and it was called a Super Bowl. And that ball just wouldn't bounce this high. I mean, you could throw that ball down and go, That was a Super Bowl, man. I mean, we thought we was something else. We had that Super Bowl. You see how high that thing's going. I'd like to have one. I wonder why I don't ever make them anymore. Or maybe they do. I'm just that far out of it. But bounce back. See, what I'm getting at is life is difficult. Life is tough. And life will throw things at you, and it'll knock you down, but you've got to bounce back. There's a story of a guy by name of Daniel Rudiger's. Now, he's a kid who desperately wanted to play football for the University of Notre Dame. He was a D student. As a student in high school, he had a 1.77 GPA. He attended a junior college and flunked out. He spent two years and worked at a dead-end job. He had a two-year hitch in the Navy. He attended Holy Cross for two years, and he's better known as Rudy. I want to show you this video. Do we have it? This is a true story that Rudy Rudiger worked a job as he went to Holy Cross, entered into Notre Dame, was able to get into Notre Dame after being turned down time and time again. Rudy had the opportunity to make the football squad and never get to play in a game. And the very last game of his senior year, this is where we're at right now.
Daniel E. Rudy Ruger graduated from the University of Notre Dame. And that said that the rest of his younger brothers, right there, five of Rudy's younger brothers went on to college and all received degrees. That's achievement. Amen? Let's give the Lord some praise because that's what we're talking about, achievement. You can bring the lights back up. I apologize for some of the language in that, but I'm sure you've heard it before. This is an inspirational movie. I begin to, I I like to watch inspirational movies, something that really gets me going to be able to be an achieve, to be able to achieve. You are becoming an achiever. Rudy went through a real difficult time, but he never quit. And the things that he was faced, some people would have said that he had failed. In fact, the things that I read to you, you probably would have said that he failed. Let's take a a look at a couple things because there are times in our lives, areas in our lives that we feel like we have repeatedly failed. I don't know about you, but I, that's me. And if that's you, I know this, these things can help you. Let's take a look at these. These are a few things that you can look at. Examine your expectations in that area. Examine your expectations in that area. In other words, that area that you look at that you feel like that, that, that there may be some failure, look at what you've expected out of that area. Write them down. Are they realistic? Do you expect everything to be perfect? There are times where you might have expectations, high expectations or certain expectations where you expect it to be perfect and maybe it can't be perfect. Do you expect to succeed on the first try? I heard a saying... If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. You ever heard that? If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Do you expect to succeed on the first try? There are some people that their expectations are that I'm going to try it and I expect to be able to do it. And when they're unable to do it or break out of it or step out of it or put it away, that they they say, forget it. I'm not going to try it again. Maybe they have some unreal expectations. How many mistakes should you expect before you succeed? Is that a question you've ever asked yourself? How many mistakes will I make before I succeed? You adjust your expectations, do you? I adjust my expectations. Number two, you find new ways. That word that goes in there is new ways. You find new ways to do things differently. Find a new way to do it differently. Technology is coming. It's amazing what's taking place. You, there's so many different things that, there, that are being done nowadays. There are new ways to doing things. Maybe you need to brainstorm. Maybe you need to find up with 20 different approaches on how to do this. I've had some people that were saying, you know what, I'm really struggling with cigarettes and, and you know what I mean? I've, I've had hands laid on me. I'm trying, they're trying to cast it out and starve it out and do all sorts of things. There's some technology out there. Some people have said, well, I've never tried the patch. Try the patch. I've never tried that gum. Try the gum. Are you with me? There's new ways to be able to do some things. And I believe with prayer and perseverance, you'll be an achiever. Prayer and perseverance. Number three, focus on your strengths. We talked a little bit about that. Focus on your strengths. How can you use your best skills to your best results? How can those strengths that you have be used for your best results? 
Some of you have some talents that are hidden that's a strength and you don't even know it's there yet. And God's wanting you to use that in order to achieve results. Number four, a little repetitious, vow to bounce back. Vow to bounce back. That you know what? If you get knocked down, you're getting back up. You're going to move forward. You're going to continue to move forward no matter what. Vow to bounce back. Pick yourself up. Try it again. Keep going. When I watched that, that movie the first time for Rudy, nothing, it didn't, he had a dream. And he said, no matter what. And he was older than the kids in college. But he had a dream. That's a true story, by the way. That's not just made up some fictional movie. It's a true story. He didn't quit. He had to overcome adversity. How many of you know if you're going to become an achiever, you're going to have to overcome some things? Don't quit. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't you quit. Turn to your other neighbor and say, don't you quit. No, don't you dare think about quitting. There's some dreams and you're right in the edge of being able to break into it. And God's ready to begin to continue to move if you just don't quit and you keep moving forward. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about becoming an achiever. You got to vow to say, you know what? I'm going to bounce back. No matter what happens to me, I will bounce back. No matter how many times I get knocked down, guess what? I am getting back up. You talk about a Rocky movie, forget a Rocky movie. You make Rocky movie look like child's play because you've got knocked down and you got back up and you got knocked down and you got back up and you got knocked down and you just kept coming. Adrian! And you kept coming and you kept coming and you kept coming and you kept coming and the devil's tried to defeat you but he can't defeat you because of the blood of Jesus Christ and you get back up and you continue to move. You're an achiever. You're an achiever and you move forward because you know no weapon formed against you shall prosper and you keep moving forward. Ooh, hallelujah. You know why? Because you're an achiever. Say, I'm an achiever. Say it again. Say it again. Tell somebody, say, I'm an achiever. Tell them, I'm an achiever. I'm going to achieve some things today. I'm going to achieve some things tomorrow. Life, I'm going to achieve some things. Let me give you a couple of examples real quick. This one person that I'm going to talk about real quickly he was told he was unteachable as a youngster. He became the most prolific inventor in history. Next one. Does anybody know who it is? Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. He had over a thousand, you may call it, I may call it, failures. He blew up, <laughs> he blew up his laboratory. <laughs> and somebody asked him, says, what are you going to do now? He said, I'm just going to rebuild it. He had a thousand, he called them experiments before he was able to invent the light bulb. Thomas Edison. How about this one? A Munich schoolmaster told his young, this young man that he would never amount to nothing. He was the greatest thinker of our age. And she's absolutely right. Albert Einstein. If he was in school today, they probably would have drugged him with Ritalin, Ritalin in the sixth grade and sent him home. 
Yeah, kindergarten. Yeah, they might have done that at kindergarten. One of them I didn't, I didn't put up there, but his paintings now set a record for the amount of money in which they get. And while he was living, he only sold one painting, Vincent van Gogh. These guys, history shows they became achievers. They became achievers, just like you can. Joseph, he never quit, even though it took him 13 years of failures. And he ended up as one of the most powerful men in Egypt. You can't wait till it feels good to become an achiever. Sometimes you've got to act even though it doesn't feel good. Start thinking about yourself in a more positive way and how you can begin to achieve. Start thinking of yourself in a more positive way and saying, if he can do it, I can do it. If he can overcome, I can overcome. I've read books about some that financially went bankrupt. I personally know a couple people that are well off financially that guess what they did? They were bankrupt first, one and two times. But it never held them back. Was it difficult? Absolutely. I'm sure there was a lot of things that they had to overcome. I want you to begin to think of yourself as an achiever. I want you to take a look at your life over the next few days or even few weeks, and I want you to finish some things. There's some things in our lives that you just need to get finished. Some of you may need to finish cleaning out that garage. Some of you all need to finish something, all right? It's easy to get started, but it's hard to finish. If you can look, and you know, some of you may have some paintings that you've started that you, you know, six years ago, and it's time to finish it. It's time to bring some things to a completion. It's time to become an achiever. Get some things off your plate. I made a couple notes. I, I put down, set some goals. Achievers have goals. They know what they're shooting at. They know what their goal is. Rudy Rudiger had a goal. How many of you know Joseph had a dream that was given from God? Are you dreaming? Let's get those dreams going. Let's begin to achieve. Let's begin to accomplish some things. Sometimes you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to set priorities. Maybe you got some priorities out of whack. Let me give you some scriptures. I want you to write these down. Philippians 4.13. I may have them on your notes. I'm sorry. Listen to this. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Say it with me. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I can do all things through him. Another version says Christ who strengthens me. Mine is capital H-I-M, capital H-Him. It means Christ. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. John chapter 15, verses 4 through 6 says, Abide in me, Jesus is saying this, and I in you. And as the branch cannot bear fruit, listen, by itself, unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he what? Bears much fruit. That's becoming an achiever. 
He bears much fruit. From apart from me, you can't do anything. Second Corinthians chapter 3. I think I may have that one for you too. It says, such confidence we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are adequate in and ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves, but we are adequate from God. We're an achiever. You, you are an achiever. Well, you know, I don't have much. Take what you got and use it. Take what you got. It's adequate enough. Begin to start moving forward. Begin to start achieving where you're at. Begin to start moving forward. Last scripture. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer. <laughs> Not just barely get by. The King James Version says, I'm more than a conqueror, I think. Or the Amplified Version might say it also. But this says, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loves us. Overwhelmingly. How many of you know that God has designed you to achieve? God's designed you to achieve. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. That's why there's some things that you're like, you know, I think I can do that. I think I can, I can think I can move into that. I think I can, I can operate that way. I can do those things. Because God has designed you to be an achiever. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're an achiever. Turn to your neighbor and say, start now. Turn to your neighbor and say, start now. It's time to start now. It's time to move forward. If you were here or weren't here on Sunday, I mean, if you weren't here on Sunday, I think you need to get that message for Sunday. Ten principles of increase. God wants to bring increase in your life. I'm not talking about just financial wealth. I'm not, I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about mentally. I'm talking about emotionally. I'm talking about with relationships and joy and love. I'm talking about even peace. God wants you to be an achiever of peace. You are becoming an achiever. Will you reach up and grab this thing tonight? Will you reach up and get a hold of this word tonight? Will you say, that's me? That's me. You may have to look at yourself in the mirror, maybe like Thomas and Edison did, and said, you know what? I blew it up. I'll start again. I made a mistake. I'll start again. I failed. I'll start again. You may have to look at your mirror, and you might have to encourage yourself. There are times that the Word of God says, you know what? You have to encourage yourself. You need to say, you know what? My mama said I couldn't do it, but I'm going to do it. My daddy said I couldn't do it, but I'm going to do it. My high school teacher told me I was nothing, but that's not how it I'm going to believe I am an achiever. I can do it. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. One thing, all things. Everybody, all things. Why? Because I'm an achiever. I'm an achiever. You are an achiever. Where are you tonight? What are some things that you need to just go ahead and attack and say, you know what? I'm going to achieve this. 
There's some things that God has been wanting you to break out of, break loose of, and you've tried once, you've tried twice, and you've said, you know, I don't think I can do it. God's going to have to deliver me supernaturally, and you're just waiting on the Lord. There's nothing wrong with that, but I want you to say, faith without works is dead. That's what the Word tells me. So you've got to get up and say, you know what? I'm going to try again. Come on, somebody. There's another way to get around this thing. There's another way to climb that mountain. There's another way to go in that direction. There's another way to step out of that thing because God has got a way. Amen? Whoo, I don't know about you, but I think I'm going to get this and listen to it again tonight. Whoo, I'm excited about it because you're an achiever. You're an achiever. You're built and designed that way. Amen? Stand up to your feet tonight, and, uh, and I just want you to know that you are an achiever. Say this, in the name of Jesus, I am an achiever. I can do all things, all things through Christ who gives me strength because I'm an achiever. Thank you, Lord, that you've designed me to be an achiever. I'm going to do that right now in Jesus' name. Amen. He is worthy. Give him some praise in the house. Amen.